Hello and welcome back to another episode of For What It's Worth. This is episode five, The Open Door. Really just anything goes in this episode. Um, we're just going to stick around pretty much. Um, I'm Elias. And this is Rue. And we're the hosts of For What, what It's, it's Worth. worth. Um, so in other words, what he was actually saying is that we're going to be doing anything. It could be anything at all. Uh, we could go off the track we could be talking about flowers daisies punk rock and david bowie uh sure um first of all i would like to introduce our two great guests um you know him he's a mighty dragon most of the time sometimes he's in his tiny form which is a cute little six inch dragon and he was on our last episode with his mom uh say hello to you to you hello again everybody um, man, you really can't get another show. Apparently, yeah, I think people are starting to love me. I think, apparently. I think so. You're you're becoming like so popular. Maybe we should just make you a host. <laughs> Maybe, but like people are like sending us emails like, "Yuri, you, Yuri, you, Yuri, you." It's like they're just that, demanding. Except, except really, the emails they're not really saying "Yuri, you." They're like saying "You." Are you? No, the emails the that I'm getting are personal. Twenty six percent off name stockings. Oh. Yeah. So I got junk mail today. Yeah. I feel so loved. (laughs) So we kind of messed up. Oh, hold on. Our next guest is a, uh, well, she's just been recently found. Uh, She's just uh, new to the Utah Furry Meet. And she's wearing a Mario shirt, so therefore she is amazing. Yes. uh, She is a Fennec Fox. Say hello, Nezzy. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So let's talk a little bit more about our guests. So, Nezzy, yeah. how long have you been in the fandom? Um, about six years. Six years? That's a long time. Yeah. So what do you do within the fandom? Um, mostly I draw. I do a lot of anthro art, and I write a few stories and do small little comics and stuff, and just pretty much derp around. So you're an artist within the fandom. Yes. <laughs> so do you own a suit? No, not yet. Not the, and this makes a perfect example. Just because she doesn't have a suit doesn't mean that she's not in the fandom. <laughs> People nope. don't understand that <laughs> for some reason. Nope. Yeah. Too many times they think, I need a suit or I need to tell. Like, they're like, well, I want to go to a convention, but I don't have tail, a tail or ears. So you you want one, go to the convention and buy one there. Yeah. Like, that's why they sell them. Yep, exactly. But, uh, what brought you into the fandom, Nezzy? Um, a lot of things, actually. Um, I, <laughs> if I could remember what this tape was called, I could tell you more accurately what exactly made me adore the anthropomorphic characters. But a lot of it was the art and just the people itself. I mean, I've met a few fairies here and there over the web, and they've always been happy, nice people. So I'm like, hey, I finally found out what you guys are. <laughs> so any shout-outs that you want to give right now? This goes across the United States and the whole world. We're even in Le- Lebanon. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. To the furries of the world, what do you want to say? Hi, (laughs) I'm Nez. (laughs) Um, Do you want to give them your FA or any other Um, thing? It's kind of difficult, but um, if you want to look me up on FA, it's uh, Tonkyu, which (laughs) (laughs) T-O-N-K-I-U. It's a very difficult name. And the link will be in the show notes. And she is a woman. She's not a guy. She... Like me, how you're hearing my voice, I am not a woman. I am a guy. I, he's well, lying at least to I you. Think I'm a, I think I'm a girl. I mean, last time I checked, the miracle girl didn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you, you know, you've been on our show a couple times, but... Did we do a really big introduction for you? It's kind of like, this is your you. Okay, yeah, moving I on. I think we've scattered stuff around across the episodes I've been in. Well, so let's let's k- bring it all together. So when did you become a furry? When were you like, I'm a, I'm a dragon? Uh, so long ago. Like, seriously, over 10 years. 
Uh, didn't really become active in the fandom till about two or three years ago, though. But yeah, so I've been around for a while. What nice. was your first meet like? I was huddled in the corner, shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that reminds me like my first meet. I was uh, it was a Christmas party, and I lied to my mom, and I'm like, yeah, some of my friends are throwing a Christmas party together, um, and. Uh, you know, I need to ride to the apartments and we need to make cookies. So she made cookies for me to take. And um, we came back and I'm like, oh, just drop me off at the entrance. And uh, at the entrance, there was the UFF members here. And there were like a bunch of like people wearing tails and ears. And my mom's like, is that, are you with them? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> and so oh. after, after I got dropped off, you know, I associated myself, but then I just went in and I just kind of just kept to myself. I was too shy to talk to anyone, just kind of like, to do cool video games. And that's the first time that you met me. Yes, and you came, brought in your puppet, and showed it off. And it was cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> So I remember the first time my my meet happened. What I what I, I tend to get uncomfortable around new people. So what I tend to do, and here's a piece of advice for you: if you have a talent or something, and you just want to like show it off, that can help you gain friends because people will be like, "Oh, this person's cool. This is person's unique," they, and they'll talk to you about it, and then you gain some common ground because you're able to. I don't know, you're able to talk about what your talent is and gain friends that way. So I brought balloon animals and I just started making balloons for people and um, and people liked it and people remember me. Yeah, I so remember that. So you know what I need to do? I just need to bring a laptop and I'm like, hey, anyone need a website? I can code one in two hours. <laughs> 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 we did find a balloon you need to make at some point. What? What is that? It was oh, a yawn cat. <gasps> a yawn cat balloon? We, By the way, speaking of yawn cat, what, what's happened this week, Nezzy, as far as yawn cat? Um, well, <laughs> so pretty much we're building a float to be in a parade, and our parade float is yawn cat. <laughs> and so <laughs> me and Elle and Rue and everybody have been working away at making the yawn cat float. Thing. <laughs> so it it was really it was it was a really amazing weekend. It was really fun, and you did a a really good job. I was really I guess I don't know. I think we did really good at replicating it for not just like printing it out or something like that. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was actually really proud of how it uh, ended up coming out. So <laughs> yeah, like the first one just. It, 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 there were a little rough patches, but by the end, it was just like, oh, my God, you know, did this pop out of the, <laughs> the screen and just come onto the paper? Because it... It really worked. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so it was re- it was really good. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we can't wait to get the float done. Um, we'll expect coverage and videos on our website at www.offwhatitsworth.com. So speaking of... Um, the parade you know if you guys are in the utah area on let's see what day june june 9th june 9th um if you're in the area we really need as many many people as possible we really need um fursuiters um so far we have about 11 but that's not enough we need like a whole convention of suitors to walk down the street. I just think that that would be epic <laughs> and amazing. And people would be like, like, especially this little, um, you know, Utah Valley, you know, um, full of people that just know what's going on with their own lives and stuff like that. I think it would just put a shock into their system. Like what's going on? Yeah. They would be freaking out. Like I think I'll pick up happy and carry her down the parade. Route. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's going to be super amazing. And so if you end up wanting to go, you are more than welcome to email us at cast at for what it's worth dot com or rue it for what it's worth dot com. And we can submit details for you. I can answer things, too. 
Well, they would just send it to the cast. Why would they send it personally to you? Why would they send it personally to you? Because because they like I'm you. awesome. Because <laughs> Rue is Rue. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So says hit them. So yeah, we did something uh, a couple days ago, which we are excited about. We finally beat Diablo three. Yay! Yeah, Yay. it was it was good. Um, it was fun. It was. Um, Diablo kicked our ass twice, uh, mostly due to the lag. And I have a pretty new uh, computer, and uh, just the last couple of days, it's just been lagging on the lowest settings. When like the whole time, like I've been playing, I've had everything like native resolution and medium to high, and it was playing fine. Last couple of days, it just wasn't. So during the fight with Diablo, it was just lagging like hell. And uh, that's why we died. But then uh, Kavius, um just randomly came on. He's like, all right, let's go kill Diablo. And uh, with him on his side, the, it worked. And uh, one thing I'll say about Diablo is it's there's a lot of people employed. There's a lot of people. Like, I got to say, like, in each, like, little country represented like the europe there are like 300 names under the customer service representatives yeah, people are saying they need to have an achievement for sitting through the entire credits <laughs> i sat through the entire credits i'm like i am going to do this and i'm like holy hell there are so many names and who puts customer service representatives in the game i thought it was pretty cool oh it was cool you know it's cool that they got the credit but it's just like you never see that yeah but, uh, but Big yeah. part of it, too. No. But, yeah. So, Rue, uh, why don't you uh, do your little thing? My little thing? Your little thing. My, my cookie moment? Yep. And you actually have a cookie this time? How many times has it been since you actually had a cookie? <laughs> I, only twice. Wait. Twice. I have an actual cookie, twice. okay? It's I've always had an actual cookie. <laughs> <laughs> We'll let you continue believing that. Mm, I can hear the crunch. <laughs> everyone dr- everyone's just liars. <laughs> it's not dried macaroni this time. <laughs> or crackers. That was never macaroni. <laughs> that I ate through the whole entire podcast. <laughs> what is the fortune? I got it. Nezzy is awesome. All right. Here is the fortune. I put it in my pocket. (laughs) All right. It says, help. I'm being held prisoner in a Chinese bakery. (laughs) Oh, no. Help, I am being held prisoner in a Chinese bakery. In bed with a cookie. That doesn't sound too bad, actually. No, not really. Lucky number 6, 13, 19, 33, 34, and 43. Don't forget 42, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. But it's not one of the lucky numbers. Well, fuck that. It might be the answer, (laughs) but it's not lucky. Sorry. You know, we really need to go on for a search for this person. I mean, it sounds like... Somebody really needs our help. Well, I don't know. Yeah, he's we could we could cookies. basically go and help them, and then what he could do to um, you know reward us is basically he could be stuck in our kitchen making cookies, <laughs> <laughs> and then he could send things out saying, "Help! I'm being held prisoner by for what it's worth." <laughs> and Rue. Yeah, Wait, it's mostly gonna be Rue. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, can? we could just hold uh, Nezzy prisoner. Why are you on this podcast? Why are you not in the kitchen making them right now? Uh, Do you want me to come over there? Because I will. (laughs) Don't hurt me. Hey, you know, after this podcast, I will hold them down for you. (laughs) No, I'm not being, like, rude or anything. I'm just like, cookies are amazing. Yeah. We should always have a warm cookie in one one of your paws. Always every time. And you were also saying women belong in the kitchen. I did not say that. <laughs> no, but it was heavily implied. It was. It was. Okay, let me ask this. Can you make cookies? 
Yes. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I can make cookies too. If make so, if your everyone, if everyone who can make cookies went into the kitchen, it would be by yourself. You would you would be doing this podcast alone. That's okay. I'd get lots of cookies afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I would make cookies, but I don't know if you have the things for me to make cookies. And you know, I I am pretty sure that that everybody would enjoy a, a ruse session of what he does when he's in the bathroom. You know, I would, on. Talk, I would talk about it for a whole hour. Uh, he makes soup. That's what he does. Moving on. I've been making soup lately because I haven't been feeling good. Yes. I know everybody's probably like, I, I can hey, just imagine somebody, somebody was in the middle of eating some sort of like hokey and they were like, oh, uh, no. I just can't look at this hokey the same or because like, eventually it will be soup. Oh. They're probably suddenly getting hungry from the cookie idea and they're like, I should get a cookie. Wait, wait, <laughs> soup, bathroom soup (laughs) i don't know i was just thinking of something random of what people would not want to hear for like an hour and uh there goes all our viewer listening audience thanks no that's my line no that's that's my line (laughs) how could it be my line so (laughs) by the way happy memorials day yes like if if any of you um first have been in the in the army, we want to take a little bit of time and salute you. Um, I Let's had take a, a moment of silence for them. Okay. <laughs> so that's a serious thing. But no, my grandfather was in um, in the army, and and so when he died, he had a twenty-one gun salute. And they put a flag on his on his grave and stuff like that, and it was it was pretty touching. But yeah. Anyways, if you have a loved one um, that's been in the army, or if you have been in the army, we salute you. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Okay. Well, we have a fan mail. Really? Yeah, we have. Well. Not really a fan mail, I suppose, but listener mail number two is the subject line. So I misread. But uh, we don't really read them. This is from Marseth Moonpaw. Marseth? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, we've had a few people. <laughs> we've had him on a few times. So I'm sorry. I think that everybody in this room knows who Marseth Moonpaw is. He's one of our um, fairly active miners on our group. And he, he writes... Um, he writes a lot on the page. And he has like, se- well, okay, he not has seven. Like three or four. He has like three or four personas. And he um, identifies with different animals. And so he decides that he needs to have another one. Yep. Um, and that's that. So, <clears throat> so I recently come up with, came up with a brief explanation of the furry fandom. <laughs> Or at least of what I've seen and wondered if Don't you could give, give me him that cr- sort of an accent. Critique of it and let me know how close I am to definition. I was also wondering if this was a good way to explain what the fandom is. Thank you for your time once again. Being a furry is being a product of, of a community of people. Change. Country girl. Being a furry is... is being a furry is a... Being a part of a community of people who <laughs> can't do it. Uh, Change, Dracula. Being a furry is part of being a community of people who have the same core values. Usually, the values lead to having a Change, love, Russia. Of having a love for animals, usually artistic, accepting, and so on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Changed. Uh, no, I I just went to Russian because I like, like Russian. Mix of Irish in there. <laughs> Change Japanese. Oh, le- I Reiki. No, <laughs> what? That's, I what? That may have been one of the most offensive accents I've <laughs> ever heard. No, <laughs> I don't know. Is that a? Is that how our neighbors sound? <laughs> oh. We like it. <laughs> Although our neighbors were singing some sort of chant the other day. I don't know if you guys were here, but it was like. 
<laughs> Something like that. Oh, by the way, I do know a little bit of Japanese. Konnichiwa. Hajime mashite. I think everyone knows that much that, but that. Hamburger o tabimasho kimono dozo. Yatta! あら。やった。やった。やった。やった。なに。なに。いや、そうですか。空を大好き。お元気ですか。お元気です。ありがとう、ミスターロバート。はい。どうもありがとう、ミスターロバート。どうも。どうも。どうも。I have a feeling that no one's going to listen to this episode. Probably not, but that's okay. We're just thinking around. We um, are supposed to be just thinking. So instead, let's just read that. No. Read, just read it. No, okay. No, give it to Nezzy then. I could read it. Nezzy wants to read I, it. I, I, I can read it in the sultry jazz voice or something. See, the thing is, I can't. It's on my computer and the mixer is hooked up to my computer. So I can't. I can always come over there and like sit on your lap and. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm okay. okay. We're just having a transition to microphones, so stay tuned while we do this little tune. Let's see. So I recently came up with a brief explanation of the furry fandom, or at least what I've seen and wondered. If you could give me an... Uh, uh, <laughs> if you could give an opinion slash critique of it and let me know how close I am to the de- definition. I was also wondering if this is a good way to explain what the fandom is. Thank you for your time once again. And it looks like the explanation is being a furry is part of is being part of a community of people who have the same core values. Usually those values relate to having a love for animals, usually artistic, accepting and so on. The community is full of art, literature, crafts, and pretty much any way of expressing feelings. Some do that through what's called fursuiting. Uh, that is when you make or have made a full body suit representing something called a fursona. The suits are hot and usually very expensive. However, you do not need to have a fursuit to be a furry. <sighs> They spelled uh, through wrong, I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, going on. Now, a fursona is also a form of expression that most furries have. You are only limited by your imagination on what they are like and how many you have. A fursona is usually depicted in the form Most people of- have one. I do want to say that. <laughs> Most people have one. Go ahead. I've got one. I transitioned through many, but where was I? Okay. A fursona is usually depicted in the form of anthropomorphic art, meaning animals with human traits. The fursona represents a number of things like how someone would want to be an area of their personality, another side of them, even there are exact opposite. They're exact opposite. Sorry, I don't know why I put are there. Um, the animal that the fursona is usually related to one one's personality. They are trying to depict through that fursona is... Oh, what? I.e., oh, an example, a wolf is loyal. Is loyal, a member of the pack, or a total loner. As I said before, fursonas come in many shapes and sizes, ages and gender, even sexuality and choice of attire. One can also have many of them. Furries... Mostly get along like brethren, but they are still human, so we still really bicker over some things, but the issue is mostly resolved as quickly as it begins. Now, in this world, there are stereotypes, and sadly, the furry fandom has been locked in its own custody, or in its custody. Many things that 
you hear and read are not true about it. Furries do not commit or condone bestiality, and we are not perverted in that manner. The truth is that we mean no harm to anyone. We ask for your understanding, and in return we give you hugs. Sincerely, Mars Seth Moonpaw. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I have a request. <laughs> What's the request? Dear Marsa, <laughs> next time you send an email, like, write it all in the same font, please. Yeah, because the <laughs> font, it looks like that it kind of, like, squished in with the other lines. So it was really hard for you to read, wasn't it? Well, it was. There was a lot of bold, big letters all suddenly with and I was other like, letters. Hold on. <laughs> it really made it hard to read. But anyways. Um, a critique. Well, my first critique is what are you doing with this? Like, if the purpose is to well, take hold on, this... Hold on, hold on, sandwich effect, sandwich effect. What are some good things first? What are some things that are very positive about it? Uh, what girl do you are you? There were some good points touched upon. Yeah, I really agree that there were some really good points as far as, like, you know, really going into detail about explaining about how people take upon certain traits and personalities of, um, you know, different animals to be able to apply it to themselves. Yeah. Or to gain something. Like, I know that there's some people that they may like the power that a wolf has or, or like the loyalty or, or different things like that. And so they see these different traits and maybe they want to gain that trait and they want to work on it or they see themselves in that. And so they, they gain that persona. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has some positives, but when you're looking at a brief explanation, you really have to examine it. Well, what is a brief going to be used for? Um, when I imagine brief, uh, an explanation is someone comes, stops you on the you know road uh, side of the road, and asks you, "Hey, what is this?" If you go in and try to like tell them everything that is written here, they're not going to listen. They're going to be like, "Yeah, too long, bye." Yeah, already. So, I do want to let you know that this description would need to be given to somebody that really is asking you lots of questions. Yeah, like this is some. This is this is a explanation of someone who already kind of knows what the fandom is and wants to know more. For someone who doesn't know what the fandom is, you need to get it down to a couple sentences and really trim the fat for it to be a really good explanation. Mm -hmm. For example, the suits are hot and usually very expensive. That doesn't really need to be in there. It's kind of moot. Well, and I'll be honest. It's kind of like, I mean, I've already kind of said this point, but I'm going to go through it again. Um, you know, I was a as a missionary, um, but I'm also a salesperson. I work in sales. And so sometimes when you bring up an item or when you're talking to somebody about religion, you just basically give them a little piece of it. And if they reject it or they don't show interest, then you don't push it. You know, you don't continue on with the, you know that they are at a certain interest level than comparative to somebody that's asking a lot of questions. So if I try to sell some sort of a domain name and, you know, they're asking questions about it, then I can go into detail, more details about it. But if they just ask me one quick question, um, what's with the tells or something like that, then you need to give them a short answer. And then if they ask more questions, then you get the opportunity to answer more. Right. So find a very basic thing. So let, let, let's do a role play here. I'm all about role plays. Right. Well, so here we go. We are going to do a role play where um, we're going to have one person be somebody that knows nothing about the fandom. I will. And somebody that's an expert. <laughs> I was scratching my ear. I wasn't volunteering. You rose your hand. Oh. So let's do keeping that in mind of keeping something short and simple. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead. So you're in the park. You are with um, a fursuiter. You're a handler. Okay. And someone comes up to you and says, "Excuse me, ma'am." 
I just want to know what the hell tarnation's going on here. Um, we're just getting together, hanging out. Well, this ain't look like any hanging out I've ever seen before. Usually when we hang out, we just go shoot some deer or something. <laughs> you are so <laughs> bad. Well, I have no idea what kind of freaking hanging out you're doing, but <laughs> that don't sound like the kind of hanging out I like. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> okay, let's let's move that all over to Yuriu. <laughs> Okay, let's do the same scenario. And here we go. Well, sir, what in hell and tarnations are you doing here? Well, we're out here having a good time making people smile in a costume. Are you sure they're smiling or just being weirded out? Well, I see a lot of happy people around, so I guess they're smiling. <laughs> Maybe they're happy because you, you're walking away. Well, All right, so <laughs> new, new potential person here. I'll be the potential person. Okay, you'll be the potential person, and now this time you are going to answer. You're going to make it really hard for me now. <laughs> uh, I should. I should. This is payback. <laughs> hmm, I'll actually make it easy. Um, hi, I was just wondering, what? <laughs> what is all of this? Um, well, we are a community of art enthusiasts who like funny cartoon animals such as Do- Do- you know, Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse. Well, what's with the tails and everything? Well, some of us just like expressing the interest of these funny cartoon animals, commonly referred to anthropomorphic animals, by kind of dressing up and getting more closer to the art style. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like, Halloween costumes? I guess you could say that, except it's year-round. Oh, all right. So, let me ask, how did you feel? Do you feel like your question was answered by Elle's answer? You can be very critical at this. Give us a positive and a negative. Okay. I should give you, like, a ton of negatives. (laughs) Like, he just answered all questions wrong, though. Um... He answered my questions. I mean, if I were, uh, like, curious about it, I would, like, instead of asking just, I mean, if I was more curious about what everybody was, like, I would probably, you know, have asked. But, like, instead of wanting to know what everybody's doing dressing up in the park, you know, I mean, to pretty much answer that, he, yeah, was. So you felt that your answer was satisfied? Yes. Okay. I do have some critiques a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> I do think that um and you you were kinda you were kinda vague and that's probably good. Because that's all that she wanted. I, I do wanna say this. When people come up to you and ask these particular questions, they came out of their way. They got out of their comfort zone to ask you a question. How many times do you get up and all of a sudden ask somebody that you don't know a question? Never. <laughs> Not very often at all. And so, you know, these these people, you know, it would be really good to, you know, give give them a short and brief answer just to satisfy their their curiosity. But you don't have to go through everything. Um, but. I guess I don't really have any critiques for you, I guess. I, just, I was just my, my It's just, not it's not perfect. Uh, you know, you know what's funny though is I've been rehearsing that like memorizing the perfect like trying to get the perfect response. And every time I go to like make that spiel, it just utterly fails. I'm like You know, I, I will want to say this. It all depends on the person. If you notice that at the very beginning we had a person that was like, what the hell tarnation are you guys doing? You know, it was like that. Well, that person's probably not as open as the the nice lady. The nice lady was. The nice lady was very open to where she was patient enough to go into detail. While this other guy, he was basically out to make fun of. He was a bitch. Yes, he was. You'd know all about that, (laughs) wouldn't you? (laughs) I don't know what you... Oh, hey. Who, so, who's he? there is no one 
particular answer that you can get to satisfy the audience, satisfy your audience. No, it's just, it, it depends on the person. But there are tips to kind of make it a better response. One big thing, big thing that I really hate about this explanation is it's like, we. Are we talking about Marces? Marces. Is we. Hate or dislike? Hate. <laughs> No, because I'm pretty adamant. Hate, hate is such no, a strong I'm pretty word. adamant about it. It's like we are not, you know, furries don't commit or condone bestiality, and we are not perverted in that matter. Don't say anything like that. Because you just put it in their head. Exactly, they put it in their head, and they want to say, "Oh, they just said they don't." Well, what are they hiding? It's basically like saying, "Well, some people." Um, have sex in their first shoots, but I'm not one of them. Yeah, it's like if you deny it when they don't ask, they assume that you do partake of it. By the way, I, I'm not one of them. Yeah. So <laughs> I am. <laughs> you don't even own a fursuit. But so, no. I, like, I have been in a suit before. Oh. Ooh. But Ooh, when, when it comes to this, don't mention it when you're just giving a brief explanation and just you know someone comes up and asks you there's no need to talk about the bcl there's no need to mention it if they come up and say well what about the bestiality? don't you guys like having sex with animals that is when you can address it but you need to be very careful in the way you address it and you know you you know it's very easy to address it like this didn't the Ro- the Greeks have sex with animals? Meh. You know, because you, you just essentially say, well, this has existed way before this community. It, it's not a part of our community. It's existed in life. Like, since life started, it's been an this idea. This is not a very good example. <laughs> well, we could have used a better example okay. than this. I, I, fine, whatever. I, I'm just going to say this. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. We're going to move on. Uh, fine. But needless to say, don't include any of that crap in your initial explanation. I agree. Um, one of the things, like the other day, I had somebody that stopped in a car and, uh, you know, pulled up next to us and asked us what we were doing. And um, I just basically told them that um, we are a bunch of mascots that um, have got together um, to meet with each other and just to have a little bit of fun in the public. And that satisfied their answer. The thing is, is people don't know what fursuits are. They don't know that term. They don't know what furries are. They don't know what that term is. But they all know what mascots are. But they all know what mascots are. And, you know, some of you would be like, well, we're not mascots. We don't represent a team or something like that. No, you represent yourself. So, therefore, you are kind of representing a team, aren't you? Yeah. So, uh, um, at, at that time, I had somebody else that was like, well, that's not a good enough answer. And he tried to pipe in his answer. But then this lady looked like she was confused because he was going into all the detail of everything. And so, you know, I had someone else that was there. Actually, it was Secret Bunny Studios. He was there. And he just basically... Um, if it is a he, <laughs> he basically um, went over to that guy and said, look, you don't need to give that type of a answer to these people. You just need to give them a very simple answer. And something like that sufficed, you know, sufficed her. She was rolling up her window. She was leaving. And that's all the information that she really needed. You know, we're not going to see her again. You know, she might look us up and, and that's cool. Um, but, I mean, I don't feel like my answer necessarily misled anybody. It gave her the knowledge that she wanted. Yeah. We're just a bunch of people that like mascots. And I I know that that doesn't necessarily define the fandom to a T. Because there are artists here that draw mascots. Sometimes I use the the thing that you used. um, Where it's art enthusiasts or we're just artists getting together to express our ideas. Yeah, you just... Yeah, with anything, anything, when you're trying to get someone to understand something or buy something, when you're just talking to someone in general, 
You don't load them with the facts and just start blabbing your mouth and trying to like get, we do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and with our get, podcast, that's we read our Wikipedia articles and, and trying to get everything into their brain. You say, "Well, here's the premise of it," and if, then you go more. And typically, if you do that, they're more you know, and, and you go slowly, and it's a process. They're more understanding, and it just goes smoother, and they can keep it in their head better. What do you guys think? Well, I have a comment. I mean, at the at the last meet that we were at, I was noticing that, you know, a lot of parents and grandparents and children come up to the first suitors and stuff. And with what you were going on about, um, Elle, about the the, you know, bestiality thing, if you if a mother were to question you about what what they were doing and you know, I mean I, I've always seen the furries and the fursuiters as child-friendly, you know? I mean, you, Elle, I mean, you throw... throw I'm bone. not Elle. I'm Rue. <laughs> Rue. Sorry, I was okay. thinking... No, you're fine. You're fine. On the brain. So, well... Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, you... I uh, At the meets that I've been with you, I mean, the kids just love you, and the kids love you, and you, and... But yeah, I it's just I think that if you did offer like one of those really deep explanations uh instead of just making it short and simple. I mean just you know on a uh, a very vague a little bit of a vague description not all all the facts. You know, I mean if I if I were a mother and I heard, you know, the thing, the term about the the bestiality, I would grab my kids and walk away, you know, and I would be like, you know, don't let your kids around them because they're. <laughs> and the thing is, is that's not anything of where the fandom is, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, just, there. It, I it will only be takes honest. That one word. I it will does. be honest. There are some furries that are into something like that. Well, I mean. I, uh, there are furries. There's people that are into it. There's, I mean, you don't have to be a furry to be into to certain things. I mean, any kinks, any yeah. kinks, exactly. I mean, it's we're just, humans. And exactly. Humans are a slimy sludge pool of sexuality. <laughs> and if you're really gonna look at the furry, fandom, not me. I'm innocent and perfect. <laughs> like uh-huh, in sure. every yeah. way. If I'm like Mary Poppins. <laughs> if you're gonna look at the furry fandom and say, "Oh, there's all this sex and grossness," it's like you got to look at humanity and say, "Yeah," mm-hmm. because you think the furry fandom is bad. Look at humanity as a whole. Yeah. And it's like yeah. ten times worse. You know, I think that within our fandom, the reason why it's more open is be- within our fandom is just because people are so accepting of other people and of who they are. We accept people as they walk through the door. And that's sometimes why there's a lot of drama sometimes because finally it does get to a point where it's like somebody decides, well, I can't accept this or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's also the thing where, you know, we live in a society that is extremely sexually repressed. You don't talk about sex. You just avoid the topic completely. You don't do it. It's just bad. And, you know, we're furries. We pretend to be animals where it's completely natural. And do animals worry about it? No, they just do it. Yeah. And so we tend to be more open about it. Yeah. But anyway, I think overall... It, it, just the point that I was trying to make was like if you're talking to somebody and you know you just got to watch out what you say you know because you don't want to scare away people yeah especially mothers and children because that's like that can turn into a really bad situation just know your audience every Mm -hmm. time that your audience your audience is always going to be different Um, so not once again not one um, you know, one definition is going to hit it home with everybody. Yeah. And so you really need to look at your audience and decide, okay, how much information am I going to give this person? What am I going to actually say? And that goes throughout all of life when it comes to sales and stuff like that. Sometimes I have agents that are like in a rush, like they want to hurry and get done. 
And so I know that sometimes I need to just have brief definitions of what our products are and try to sell it to them um, while there's somebody that just like is, you know, willing to talk to me. I can go more into detail and educate them about the products and then see if I can buy it if they want to buy it. Um, you know, I really have to gauge in my customer service. That's what makes a good customer service person is being able to gauge and help the person to their level. If they're in a hurry, then you are in a hurry as well. If they're taking their time, then you can take their, your time with them. So yeah. the same with examples. Yeah. Of Writing a definition down is going to do you nothing because, yeah. Just uh, just do your best in day to day, and if you can't handle it, let someone else do you know do the job. Don't thrust yourself in there and say, "Oh, well, this is what the furry fandom is about." You know, if someone else has it and you can't take it, let that person do it. Okay, well, I think that that's probably going to end our show for today. I know it's so soon, but we have some memorial things that we need to go off and do, and and you know. <laughs> You guys didn't send us emails, <laughs> so that's not the reason. We can have a we can have a full show without their emails. Uh, maybe might not be as interesting, <laughs> you know, just us sitting around chatting. We need their emails. Feed off them. No. Well, then we should give them a second opportunity. Then, uh, yes. Um, so our next episode is going to be on types of furs. Um, We're also going to be doing. Um, well, we're going to do a parade float review or parade review. Yes, because on June 9th, the Utah Furries are going to be doing, going, uh, participating in the Orm Summerfest parade. And uh, afterwards, we're just going to get a few words on how, uh, how the parade went on that episode. So if you have any questions or concerns or anything about the parade, email them to castfforwhatiswith.com. Yeah, and if you have any questions specifically for me, because I'm sick and tired of getting just junk mail messages. <laughs> um, but no, if you have any questions for me, and you know, or want to comment on something that I said, you know, during podcasts, Rue, you commented on this, and you were so wrong. Well, I appreciate like feedback from people, so you can email me at rue for uh, for what it's worth dot com. Oh, and if you have any questions on uh, the nobody nobody wants to hear from you types of furries, <laughs> such as cyborg furries, feral furries, poppy furs, etc. Email at castafforwhatitsworth.com. Or if you have any questions on anything digital media, like video games, animation, web development, uh, graphic design, etc., you can email at me email me at eliasatforwhatitsworth.com. And once again, we want to thank our guests for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have been awesome. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might start getting sick of me if you have me too often now. Don't yeah. worry. Next, one, next episode, we will not have you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on the show, you guys. <laughs> you are welcome. Thanks You're for welcome. being on. Um, so don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes under For What It's Worth. Join our Facebook page and group under For What It's Worth. Yes, join our Facebook page because we are three likes away from, from 100 likes. 100. Yeah, and that's going to be a really big milestone. So, um, and watch our Twitter. Our Twitter's been like we do, you know, we update, but we don't have very many watchers, and that's the easiest way to get some updates. So, make sure to watch our Twitter um, under For What It's Worth. And, uh, Visit our website at www.forwhatitsworth.com. This has been Rue. This has been Elias. And, and this, this has been, been For What, what It's, it's worth. worth.